Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. People spend a lot of time talking about economic legacies, the money they're going to leave behind, the wealth that they're building for the next generations. Nationwide Insurance Company says that leaving a legacy means giving something of value that will be treasured by those who survive you after your death. They go on to say that you've got to think about which items have meaning to you that will also have meaning to the people that you designate to inherit them. Yep, 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 that's important. Surely it is. But there is a lot more to leaving a legacy. And we're going to go beyond material things and explore the other ways that we want to leave legacies. Obviously, legacy building starts when you're alive, not when you're dead. That means that we're going to focus on action steps you can take with fervor and intention to make your legacy come to life every day that you breathe. I talk a lot about discovering and then living your core values, and that is the starting point of leaving a legacy. You have to know, you have to have complete clarity about what you believe in, about the values that guide your life. Now, once that brick is laid for the Legacy Foundation, you can move to purpose. Oh, quite a few years ago, Rick Warren wrote the best-selling book, The Purpose-Driven Life. Remember when that book came out and everyone was being tuned in to mindfulness and discovering and living their purposes? And I believe that that book is pretty timeless. Now, it's written from a Christian perspective, but I think it applies to everyone, regardless of your faith tradition. I accidentally closed the the file, so I'm coming right back on. Let me just reopen it. Sorry about that. My thumb hit it. I think the last thing, okay, here I am. (laughs) Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. One of the purposes that Rick Warren cites in his book is that we're a part of God's family. And that's all about being in community with others. It's that connectedness that gives us grounding and gives us strength. Okay, you got your core values, you got your purpose, and you're living in alignment with both. Now you can go deeper into living with passion and intentionality. Yeah, those are essential in legacy building. When you get the why sewed up, um, giving. Giving is, in my mind, the most critical aspect of Legacy building is a reflection of your passion and of your intentions. The question is, what are you going to give and to whom? To whom can be family, friends, community, the world at large. Legacies do not have to be limited. Now, of course, you can give money. Think about the phenomenal work Dr. Alex Porter Humphrey is doing with Elevate Med. That woman has raised almost $2 million in less than three years, and that's money her organization gives to black and brown med students to increase their options and their opportunities. I mean, Elevate Med is doing rocking work. What a legacy. 
And Dr. Porter Humphrey is very clear that she wants to create a new face of philanthropy and that she is serious, and I mean serious, about positively impacting the lives of Black and Brown med students. What a powerful legacy. It'll be lasting and it'll ripple all over the country and perhaps the world. Who knows where the Elevate Med scholars are going to wind up working and serving? Who knows? We can't all be like Dr. Alex Porter Humphrey, but we can all find unique ways of giving. I heard the term community connector recently. Maybe your way of giving will be to connect people to people and people to resources. There's so many people who don't know about community resources and really don't have access to them. Uh, There's a young man by the name of Dakari Singletary. Oh, I hope I can get him on here one day. Um, He connects inner city residents of Buffalo with all kinds of resources, things like tutoring, mental health resources, food, just all kinds of stuff, information that they need. I think it's helpful to think about the legacies that have been left for you as you're pondering the legacies you want to leave. Reflect on what stayed with you, what shaped you, what anchors you, what inspires you. When I think about the most powerful legacy that's guiding my life, it's the legacy of faith that my mom and my grandmother left for me. They taught me They taught all of us in my family to pray faithfully, to read and study the scripture, and to live a life of committed service to Christ. And that is the most major, most important legacy. It impacts every area of my life. I hear a lot of my friends talk about the legacy of hard work and how it undergirds everything that they do and how they do it. My friend Connie talks about how she and her siblings grew up in the segregated South, and as children, they were the children of sharecroppers. Their parents modeled a work ethic that galvanized them, galvanized she and each of her siblings. Connie's told me about how she was picking cotton even before elementary school. Her brothers had to get jobs as soon as they were able, and I mean as young boys. While some people may say that That kind of child labor is unacceptable. What her parents taught them was that hard work is required in this life, that hard work is required for success. That's the legacy from Jesse and Juanita Bynum. Another of the legacies that Connie and I share and are really grateful to our parents for is the focus on family. We both come from perfectly imperfect families with siblings, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, and other relatives that we love and with whom we have mutually supportive relationships. And we both take our commitment to being a part of these crazy collectives called families very seriously. We look forward to time together and not just at holidays. I love, 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 love impromptu gatherings with my nieces and nephews. Connie jumps in her car and drives the six hours to North Carolina just to spend time with the cousins that she loves. It feeds her soul, it strengthens her connections, and it keeps the legacy of her parents alive. The other thing that Connie's doing is modeling what's important and showing it to her kids, to her grandkids, and to her great-grandkids. There's so many kinds of legacies to consider, and they all require intentionality in our daily lives. Think about the legacy of peace. Where are you leaving peace prints? 
Where are you building bridges and tearing down walls? Of course, we think about Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, and MLK when we think of peace prints. But what about everyday people who are doing the work in our neighborhoods? Look around you and see who's leaving peace prints and how you can get involved in that work. There's, there's organizations in every city, every state, every town, every community that are focused on peace and justice, and you can be a part of them. I need to say this about legacies. They're not all positive. I wish that they were. We all wish that they were. I got a friend, I have a friend, whose mother abandoned her at a very critical point in her development. Fortunately, she had a dad who picked up the pieces and did the best that he could to raise her. Here's the sad thing. That legacy carried on from mother to daughter. The friend that I mentioned abandoned her own daughter as well. And similarly, she had a brother who picked up the pieces and raised her child. I think we have to be awake and aware when we're dealing with young people. I recently gave a young woman a compliment. I told her how glamorous she is and just how pretty she is. Her mother was in earshot and she said, stop telling her that. I was really surprised. And I looked and perceived some sadness from the daughter. When I saw the mother-daughter duo again a couple weeks later and I complimented the daughter on her outfit, the mother rolled her eyes. And it was really an odd thing. I'm sure there's a backstory. Everybody's got a backstory. But I wonder what is the legacy that's being passed down from that mom to that daughter? I wonder, is the daughter going to have confidence in her natural beauty? I wonder if she's going to develop enough self-esteem to look in the mirror and see the beautiful, beautiful face that's staring back at her. Be very careful not to let the damaging legacies that you experienced and absorbed leak into your current life. Pay attention to the messages that you're giving yourself because those are likely the messages you're giving to others. Maybe not overtly, but maybe very subtly. Think about this. Are the things that you say to yourself and to others in alignment with the legacy you want to leave. Think about this. Are the ways in which you're spending your time in alignment with the legacies you want to leave? Think about whether the way that you're spending your mental energy is in alignment with the legacy you want to leave. Um, One of my friends, Dot Bodhi, says, everybody doesn't deserve space in your head. When something happens, you got to let it go and move on so that you don't allow people to take up that space in your head. You know, the space in your head is linked to your legacy. What are you focusing on? What are you thinking about? What are you praying about? What are those things? Because they impact your legacy. Legacies are so very personal, so very intimate. We have such power to make them positive, to make them inspiring, and to make them uplifting. We do have some say in how we'll be remembered. Start writing the story that you want to be told long after you're gone. Start writing that story right now 
Write it with intention, with purpose, and with passion, because it's your story. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.